I couldn't believe that CNN and MSNBC did their usual shenanigans that they did like they did after Iowa. That is outrageous. So here's a little bit of last night when Trump is speaking and listen to what aired on CNN and MSNBC. First off, this is Jake Tapper on CNN. He's the one who cut away the first time uh, in Iowa and said, oh, this anti-immigrant talk, it's so dangerous. It's horrible. Uh, And now he is appointing himself the arbiter of truth. Take a listen. I heard at least two or three things uh, that need fact-checking. Daniel Dale. All right, uh, Daniel Dale, uh, if we'd run the whole speech, maybe you would have had more to do. Are you kidding me? So we're going to start fact-checking. We're just going to dump out after a minute because this guy, who was the former president of the United States and very likely maybe the next president of the United States, uh, doesn't deserve to be covered. What do you guys think about that? That is preposterous. How dare CNN and MSNBC say, oh, oh, oh our, our listeners don't have to hear this because uh, it's lies. It doesn't go in with our values. But yet they'll run President Biden in full without any fact checking. They are in the tank. And I've never seen it. It's embarrassing to me because he is a bona fide candidate. He was the former president of the United States. And you don't even give him the respect to hear his victory speech. And when he starts talking about immigration and border, which so many Americans care about, it's not worthy of being covered. And it's anti-immigrant. How dare you? You're anti-American if you care about an open border and you want to keep supporting an open border. Here's a little bit more of Jake Tapper, and this is exactly what he said uh, in Iowa. Listen to this, and this is what he did last night, too. We're going to seal up the border. Because right now we have an invasion. We have an invasion of millions and millions of people that are coming into our country. I can't imagine why they think that's a good thing. Donald Trump declaring victory with a historically strong showing in the Iowa caucuses. If these numbers hold the biggest victory for a non-incumbent president in the modern era for this contest, a relatively subdued speech as these things go so far, although here he is right now under under my voice, you hear him repeating his anti-immigrant rhetoric. Anti-immigrant rhetoric. How dare you? Because he cares about protecting the border and he's saying he wants to be safe and wants other Americans to be safe. That it's anti-immigrant. That is the judgment. That is disgusting. And it reminds me so much of what they did with all the Hunter Biden stuff. Remember when all the Hunter Biden laptop stuff came out and they're like, oh, it's Russian collusion. And then Joe Biden was able to say that in the debate with President Trump. And then remember, even social media blacked out the New York Post. I mean, that to me is shameful. You are hurting voters. And there are people who came back. After everything that happened with the election, and it came out that, of course, the laptop was correct, that it was real, uh, that the contents were real, right? All that stuff came out, and the New York Post was completely vindicated. And there were people in polls who said, God, if I had only known, I might not have voted for Joe Biden. And it was quite a bit percent, enough that could have swayed the election. So how dare them doing the exact same thing they did last time to try to cancel out Trump and any of his message because they don't want people to listen to it. They don't want people to give him any credibility. They don't want anybody to vote for him. That is not journalism. That is being an advocate. 
They may as well just say they work for the Biden campaign. I would have a lot more respect for them. And here is Rachel Maddow on MSNBC with her shenanigans. Listen to this one. So this is part of the issue here. Uh, So Donald Trump saying that he won New Hampshire um, not only in previous primaries, but that he won New Hampshire in the general election um, is not true. So uh, the former president has opened his remarks tonight once again by proclaiming um, falsehoods. This is what makes it hard to take him, uh, his pronouncements live. We'll try again, though. Oh, and, and Biden and every single little crazy story he says. Remember the, all the corn pop stories and all the things that he has said that have clearly not been true or have had 20 different versions? I don't remember them fact-checking him once. That, to me, is unconscionable. Because if people watch those channels, that's all they see. It's like, you know, it's like this is what happens in the Soviet Union when, like, an opponent... Uh, who's it? Alexei Navalny. Remember who was uh, the opponent to Putin? What do they do with him? Oh, they try to lock him up. Sound familiar? Then they try to get him to disappear. Suddenly when he's talking on camera, the camera's cut out. What a coincidence. What are, where are they going to training? Uh, the Soviet Union? 1-800-848-9222. Let's go to Norm in Brooklyn. Norm, it really is disgusting. Yes, it's disgusting, Rita, and I absolutely sympathize with your position that what they're doing is disgusting. But it's clear it's clear that the legacy media have moved way, way beyond Walter Cronkite. And the, the people that the people that are watching MSNBC and CNN, that's what they want to hear. That's what they want to hear. I mean, I, I have clients and I know my client, she watches CNN and that's it. And, you know, she reads the New York Times. And if, if Trump's going to say something positive or something that'll make her, you know, that'll take her out of her little narrative in her brain, she'll get really angry. They get really, really angry. I mean, look, look, Rita, I'm at the point where I don't listen to any legacy media. I listen to WNBC, you know, WABC. I listen to your, you know, to the radio station. I read the post, but, you know, I I read that with, you know, uh, some things, yes, some things, no. But, you know, I think are good. Some things are bad. But I don't I don't watch the I haven't watched television news or these news stations for at least four years. Anytime I get the desire to watch them, I put on uh, the Beverly Hillbillies. (laughs) Well, you probably would get a more honest accounting of what's happening in the world with the Beverly Hillbillies. You know, I love by the way, Jed Clampett. That was such a great show. I love that show. Um, Oh, yeah, it's marvelous. Yeah, you can't go. It's the greatest show on earth. Yeah, you can't go wrong with that. You know, that that was actually wrong with that. (laughs) And by the way, uh, well, you might have more comedy maybe from that show uh, than MSNBC, but I think it's a pretty good competition. Uh, But Norm, how sad is that? Because it didn't used to be that way. And I I firmly believe, listen, if you're going to have an opinion, you have a right to have an opinion. Don't sell yourself like you are the beacon of journalism and with such disdain. It's the same thing. It's Mm -hmm. like like anybody who supports Trump. It's like, ugh, or anything that he's saying. And meanwhile, you see Biden. It's like that was the president. Uh, Even if he fell down or he stumbled, they wouldn't even highlight it. It's like Mr. Eloquence. Uh, boy, uh, it, it is just so disgustingly transparent, and it saddens me as a journalist, Norm, because uh, they should call it out for what it, it is, partisan mm-hmm. coverage. And uh, and you're right. I think I'm going to start turning into the uh, the hillbillies because uh, the <laughs> Beverly Hillbillies. Who was your favorite character there? 
Um, I do like Jethro, who's still alive. I like Max Bear. I mean, he's still uh, he's still kicking. How old is Jethro now? How old is he? Because he was oh uh, man, he's like eighty. He's in his eighties. Yeah, he was good. He was good. I agree with you. He he was great. Norm, thank you. He played Very- an idiot, but he was no idiot. No, exactly. Just like by the way, like uh, Mayberry. You know, I mean, Gomer Pyle. Uh, remember, he was brilliant. To play a, to be a great comedian, you gotta be brilliant, I think, in so many ways. Um, and I think uh, Jethro was right up there. That was one of my favorites too. I love Lucy too. How about I love Lucy? Lucille Ball, brilliant, absolutely brilliant. Norm, thank you. Uh, you're reminding me of so many great shows. Thank you very, very much.